to the Money Mentors Podcast. Welcome to Money Mentors. I'm Gary Matson of Matson Financial Services. With me is Taylor Stewart and Jennifer Perry. And Laurel's taking a little time off. She's doing some more education pieces. So this week she's been out working and studying. And uh, for me, I've been doing a little bit different. I've been kind of cleaning out the attic. You know, everybody through COVID has been cleaning out their closets. Uh huh. I'm cleaning out my stuff. So I just sold my boat that I don't use that much. Ooh. I sold my lift. I'm getting ready to sell my motorhome. I'm going to sell the dogs. Oh, wait. You, uh, no, no you should not sell the Nancy dogs. Nancy might have an issue with that one. Selling the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting out there that people want to do things like RV or they want to go on the lake and they want to do these things and they're willing to pay top dollar for your stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I only use a speedboat once or twice a year, maybe an hour at max. So we talked about it. So, yep, that's gone. Our lift, well, if you don't have the boat, you got to get rid of the lift. Right. That was gone within 12 hours. Wow. Motorhome, we're getting ready to get cleaned up and show that off so that can go away. And now if I can just get rid of a couple dogs and just be Nancy and I, and we'll be <laughs> footloose and fancy free. So my suggestion is if you've got some extra stuff around, canoes or anything like that in the recreational world, now's the time to get it out there. Put it on eBay. And get rid of it. Clean out that stuff if you want to, because yeah. they're willing to get it. Oh, yes. Uh, people are paying top dollar for things right now. Consumer prices have jumped more than expected in May. But is this surge in inflation? Is it temporary? Russ Kostrich of BlackRock tells CNBC. Uh, I think we have a few more months left of, of scares, or at least uh, some uncertainty, and probably a bit more than that. You know, there's a lot of talk about inflation being transitory. I think that's right, but we have to define what transitory means. I don't think transitory is you've got another month or two. Uh, it's very likely, given the base effects, given what we're seeing in wages, given what we're seeing in supply bottlenecks, that the upside risk on these inflation prints is going to last several quarters, not just a couple of months. So I think this is something we're going to be focusing on probably for the remainder of the year and into 2022. Mm. So I know we're noticing it in our everyday lives now, guys. Go to the grocery store. I think last week I paid $2 more for the same cut of meat that I typically get. It's just really impacting our day-to-day expenses. But how is it also affecting things like our investment accounts, too? Yeah, that's really interesting. Inflation is a curse word when it comes to finance, I would say. You know, the dollar that you receive in income from Social Security or your pension or your investments is now worth less. And that's not by your doings or the market's doings. That's just due to inflation. So now we've got to maybe take on some more risk in some cases, which is not necessarily what we want to do to get those type of returns to beat inflation so we're not dwindling down our asset. He made a really great point outside of everything that's going on with the Fed and the national that a lot of this is supply chain. You see lumber prices and everything across the board going up. So it's really important now to take a look at your assets, take a look at your income and your investments, and really have that review on there. What can we do to increase our income, increase our investments without having to take on more risk just to beat inflation? Yeah, it's so true that so many times people don't look at inflation as being something that's going to really affect their retirement. We had some clients come in, and we've been working with them for a while, and they're getting ready to retire. And when it came to their pension numbers, and that's a large amount of money what they have, you know, he said, why wouldn't I just take the pension because I'm going to get this X amount of dollars every single month? And he says, I feel pretty comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And I says, you should. Now, there's only really two caveats that you really want to look at. Number one is, are those companies going to be around the future to keep paying that? And most of them are. Mm -hmm. So that's not a scare tactic, but we've seen pensions go by the wayside, go broke. 
And secondly, more importantly, is you're now making a decision today to take X amount of dollars as income for the rest of your life. Mm. And I get to look around the office because when I was a kid, you know, <laughs> saying that type of thing. But it's true is that when I was in high school and I was working, I knew that if I had $20 in my pocket, I could go the whole weekend, get two Phillips in my car, two dates to the movies, including popcorn, and then cruise around my buddies on Sunday night. And I knew I could get through the weekend, do everything I want to with us 20 bucks. So I had to have that 20 bucks in my hand, whatever that meant working-wise throughout the week. So now 20 bucks won't even fill up a car. Oh, right. <laughs> Six, seven gallons, you know, <laughs> at, at current prices. So if you're going to live in retirement 25, 30 years, you've got to figure out, say, if I'm going to take $50,000 a year now as income, and that's going to be my income for the rest of my life, that's going to be, in the later part of your life, only worth about 25000 hmm. What are you going to give up? So as we talked to this client, we said, you know what, let's establish what you want. Let's establish that you're going to have X amount of dollars coming in no matter what, and we'll take the lump sum amount of money, we'll put that into annuities, got that guarantee you like, right? And we're going to ladder that, and then we're going to take the rest of the money and throw it into a lifestyle so we can give you more money down the road. And as this grows, we're going to harvest and put more money into annuities to give you that income. Mm-hmm. Their concentration now is 100% guaranteed income. That's mm-hmm. what they're looking at. Okay. Now, most people look at that and say, you know, I don't feel bad when the markets go up and down. I know they do that, and I want to take advantage of that. If that's your way of doing things, and that's more of our normal client, they're saying, you know, I know I've got some guarantees, Social Security, maybe some other money. I want this to go out there, work hard for me, and give me a steady income, not have huge bounces up and down, but I know it's going to drift up and down because that's what markets do. Mm -hmm. If that's what you're comfortable emotionally, then we can do it that way too. This client was very specific saying, I want my guarantees. I Mm -hmm. know that I'm going to spend it all. When I'm done, that's the goal. I want to have nothing left. And I say, that's a great idea. But at the end of the day, what are you going to do about inflation? And then we talked a little bit more and I'm saying, okay, you want to spend it all. Now what are you going to do to get money left over? Oh man, now I'm thinking that way. All of a sudden we triggered another emotion that they're going to give it away to a family member for college education and a great grandchild. And now you could see the joy of their factors looking at where the money is going to go what they're going to do with it and see beyond themselves knowing that there's going to be something left over. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. Capitol Hill is buzzing, guys, about a published report out there claiming some of the richest Americans pay little to no federal income taxes. ProPublica senior reporter Jesse Isinger isn't saying how they got access to those tax records, but he tells CNBC. We think It is in the public interest to know that Jeff Bezos, the world's richest person, paid zero in income tax in two recent years, that Michael Bloomberg paid zero, Carl Icahn paid zero, Elon Musk in 2018, zero taxes. I I defy anyone, one, to say, like, this is old news and we're all jaded and the rich can avoid taxes. I think no one would have thought that this was the case. Does it surprise you, though, that some of the wealthiest people out there have found ways to pay less in taxes? Well, it doesn't mean at all, because, again, they have strategic planning people that look at that. You could be offended by this, and Mm -hmm. personally, I'm not, because a lot of what they're doing, the resources they're making, they're putting back into their companies resources to build a better company or a better mousetrap, if you would. And you know this as a business owner yourself. You put a lot back into your team and your people and the facilities, everything, yeah. Again, we've grown 25% in staff just last year. Wow. 
And so with that, you can say, well, gee, you have all this money coming in. That's true, but we need to have an infrastructure of the things we do. And again, those things cost money, and mm-hmm. we don't have to pay taxes on that because we're investing in the business. So when you see people out there making a lot of money and they're worth a lot of money because their stock is going up, it's because they're investing within themselves. And that could be like us, bringing new people on, hiring people, giving them great jobs and a new career. Or it could be other things that they're you know, doing. And it's not illegal. Mm. You know, that's one thing I, I got to say, whether you like him or hate him, but President Trump formally before he became president said that if you want me to pay more in taxes, change the law. Yeah. Now, that being said, when they sell stock, I mean, Jeff Bezos, three years ago, sold a huge amount of stock, and he paid capital gains on that. Nobody talks about the almost billion dollars he paid in capital gains tax hmm. about three and a half years ago. Yeah, and that's interesting, too. You know, everybody's so fixated on federal income tax, but what about capital gains? What about alternative minimum tax and all the other taxes that they're paying to build that brand and build that company to then provide for all? of their thousands or hundreds of thousands of employees. And without that, these employees wouldn't have those jobs. Um, And so, you know, they definitely have the funds out there to get the best CPAs, to get the best attorneys, to make sure that they find these loopholes wherever they can. And like Gary had mentioned, if you want them to pay more tax, well, then the laws need to be changed. Mm -hmm. And understand that you as an investor out there yourself is that you have choices of what taxes you pay. Understand there's three buckets when it comes to taxes. We have Tax-free, which we all love that one. Yes. Tax-deferred, and then taxable. So if you're putting your monies together and you're looking at it from a standpoint, and it's fortunate that Ed Slott, who's a very well-known author out there regarding IRAs and taxation of those IRAs, he said that most advisors are not trained on taking money out of assets for distribution. They're used to taking money in, growing those assets. But if you don't look at the tax piece, now I'm ad-libbing a little bit from what he put in there, all you're doing is making a payment or annuity payment to the government because you're doing it wrong. Hmm. Well, that's actually the worst way you can do it unless hmm. you're a nonprofit. So there's strategies that you can put in place so you can lower your taxes. There's strategies you can put together to lower your fees. And there's strategies you can put together to actually increase your return on your investments. And we look at that from a client's point of view. And if we can do about a 5% difference in all those areas on a half a million dollar portfolio, that's an extra $25,000. Wow. That's big money taking yes. care of the little things. That is huge. And it's important for our listeners to understand. I know the wealthy are a favorite target of our politicians, you know, tax the wealthy, tax the corporations. But a lot of these tax rules that they're thinking about implementing right now are going to affect average savers and investors, too. Well, my opinion on it is this is that and we'll see if it bears out. I believe if you have over $75,000 of adjusted gross income, that's including Social Security and all sources, you're in the prime target for having increase of taxes. And I'm talking pretty substantial, going from 12% to 25%. That's a big number. If you don't want to participate, you have to do something about it. Yeah, and that's what Gary had brought up, the three different you know tax buckets there. And that's why it's so important to fully diversify your assets as far as investments go, of course, but by tax qualification. And the only way to do that is to start planning right away, right? Sit down with a fiduciary advisor, take a real hard look at your assets, what your income is, what you think your future income needs to be, and then make sure that we build in some buffers in there for cost of living adjustments or inflation and start structuring these assets so when we are taking that money out, we're doing it as tax efficient as possible. Want weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. 
The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.